Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by X-Files Cold Cases. Available now exclusively from Audible. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy and to my right, I usually go left by one right. What you gonna do about that? I'm gonna say my name, Joe Scrabbles. There you go. And my left. Name, my name is Dale Driver. Awesome. Good. How are you guys doing? Very well, thank you. As I mentioned to you guys, I'm on an internal poo clock. (laughs) I've decided as a tactic, because you told me Robbie Williams does it. Well, he does it with with a Wii. He does it with a Wii? Yeah. Robbie Williams refuses to go... (laughs) I've made a mistake. You've gone nuclear, (laughs) mate. Um, Robbie Williams refuses to go for a Wii before a concert because it peps him up, gives him energy. That just sounds torturous. It does. Horrible. So what I done, I thought it was poo for some reason. And I could have gone for a poo before going in here because I do need to go. But what I thought is I'm going to keep it in there. And then maybe they'll pet me up to be awesome on the podcast because I want to get out of you. I really don't want to think yeah, of you that... prairie dogging during the... Uh, <laughs> the back of my head is your poo down. being up no, there I'm, right I'm like, <laughs> if, if, I, if there was a... If, like, you know, I hate that you can't put like some skills on a CV. I but, do know that you hate that. Yeah. But, 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 one, but one skill, <laughs> one skill that I could definitely... I would definitely put on a CV if I could, is being able to hold poo better than anyone I know. Like, you'll never hear me moaning, like, oh my God, I'm just about to go. Like, you'll never hear that. Because I'm in control of what goes on in my ass. Yeah, but you're also, you've also got one of the weirdest shitting habits that I've ever heard. It's not weird. It is weird, man. It's not weird. I don't think I've heard it. Does it it? upside down? (laughs) (laughs) What? Shit up my nose. He he sits on the toilet the wrong way around like it's a motorbike. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's real or what's false anymore. What's the actual one? Okay, do you think I... (laughs) (laughs) Shit out of, what do you say? Upside down. Shit upside down mm. do i shit backwards on a thing like a motorbike or do i take my trousers and pants off and hang them on the back of the door before having a i'm poop? gonna say the third one <laughs> <laughs> you hang your trousers on the back of the door that's yeah, it trousers takes and pants. everything all the way off. not socks i'm not mad at work that's weirder that's literally <laughs> a line in peep show about how that's weird oh makes but, a man look weird like a chicken he yeah. says but in work yeah well, also, I gotta say, our fucking cubicles are amazing. We've got they amazing. Are good. Like, they are we've nice. got a good situation going on, boys. Like, <laughs> I don't think you read us how lucky we are. What's the weirdest thing you do when or done when you've pooed, Joe? Yeah. Oh, uh, topic. This is like when you get feedback and you're not ready for it. <laughs> um, I, will, I will say though, like, I I do think I do want to hear from all of our listeners on what skill. Like, do you have that you wish you could put on your CV because you think you're generally quite good at it? A very, like, yeah, obtuse, mundane skill. Like, tea. I generally think I could get... We've had this before. I I could get a job (laughs) off the back of my... my (laughs) Absolutely. Like, if it was me against another guy and they're like, right, we have the exact same attributes, you boys go make a cup of tea, or girl, boy and a girl, could be, you know, they have jobs now. What job is this? What job is this? If it was between us and the only thing was a tea, I'd fucking, I'd get, I'd nail it. I've got a really good memory for mid-noughties band members. Nice. Um... 
gen like their names. That's pretty good. I don't know why. Like I'm, re- I've got a bad memory Singer. from most things. Oh. Corner shop. Yeah, oh, good one. Oh, that's not mid noughties. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's late nineties. Oh, 90s. oh okay. sorry, yeah, noughties. Um, um, name gonna, all four <laughs> members of the Libertines. Uh, that's um, bassist John Hassel, drummer Gary Powell, Carl Barat, Pete Doherty. Very impressive. Very impressive. Thank you. Dale, what's your skill you put on your CV? Fuck knows. I uh, can do a bit of a Donald Duck impression. Or I used to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> what could you put on you your put CV? You put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. Well, he was talking about making a cup of tea. How was that less impressive? Because <laughs> he said he's good at it. You said a bit of one. <laughs> the reason I say that is because as a kid I could do it, but I haven't tried it in so long. I don't know if the skill. Should I try it? Yeah. I feel like I should. Oh my Fair play. All right. Say welcome to the IGN UK podcast. <laughs> Can't do that. The are We're not off. getting a job then. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Oh, I like the welcome though. Yeah. All right. So, what skills do you guys have? Um, this is not for you two. This is for everyone at home that you wish you could put on CV because you think it's better than everyone else. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I really am. This is the best question we've asked since (laughs) what did you have on your dorm room walls? Yeah, that's good. (laughs) I still want to know. We didn't get enough of those. I fucking love this podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay. Do you know what we haven't talked about? And it's been on for three weeks now. Game of Thrones. So if you haven't watched, if you for some reason haven't watched the third episode or the second episode or the first episode of this season or any Game of Thrones, we're going to be talking about spoilers for probably the next 10, 15 minutes, depending on how much I need shit. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I just got to say, like I've watched, I woke up really early on Monday morning um, because I couldn't sleep, not because to do it. But so I watched the episode and it's so fucking good, man. Like Mm. everything is happening this season. I thought like uh, the second episode in particular for me was mm. like phenomenal, but I thought that both the first and the third have all been solid so far. And yeah. I think the the good thing about it is it's moving so quick and compared yeah. to what Game of Thrones has been in the past. Like they've just forgot about all the long distance traveling anymore. Yeah. Like, Screw all that. We know you need to be here. So let's just get here in the next mm. episode and things are happening. Things are moving. Uh, that's the thing. Like I, I kind of, I do like it because everything that's happening is fucking brilliant. But at the same time, I the thing I always like about Game of Thrones is the world seems so massive. Yeah. Uh, so you can't have Jon saying, right, I'm going to go right down the bottom of this map, see Daenerys, and then the next episode he's fucking there. Yeah. Like, Tr- traditionally, I'm. this is the part of the podcast where I go, I read the books, I've not watched any of the series, but I've fucking binged. I've, yeah. I've watched years of television <laughs> in the last two months yeah. alongside Mad Men. And so oh, I'm, I'm finally up to date. Sure. We're not talking about that. Um, so I'm finally up to date. And so this is the first time that they're not tied to books. That's why mm. I'm watching it. Because yeah, I can right. know it, we're now beyond where I've ever read. And imagine some, completely different as yeah, well. Yeah, and some of it's mental. Like the bit, I think it's the end of season six, actually, where they're planning, they're getting every... Oh, no, maybe it's the first episode. Everyone's getting together. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's like they're chatting to the Dornish. And Varys just turns up. Yeah, yeah. so weird, isn't it? Just to say the words fire and blood. And then he fucks off back (laughs) to Marine again in the next episode. No, it's the end. He's in the last episode. He's there in Dawn talking to them. And then when Daenerys' boats are sailing across the Westeros, he's on the boats. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gone back there to get on the boats to come back again. What is going on? (laughs) I I thought with that, I was so confused by that. And I'm confused by a lot of Game of Thrones. But I I was so confused by that. I thought... 
It's probably one of those face people yeah. that can do faces. Or has he got a twin? Yeah. Yeah. Is that or why he knows so much? he's something like, because I guess like Unix they are kind of like... prestige in us. Yeah. <gasps> or like, because like Unix, I guess, like are in the sort of magic realm in some stories. No, they're not. No, no, they're some, not. some are. Like some like magicians and stuff like that are Unix. There's something mystical about them. What? So. Just because he got his balls ripped off and put in a fire for a magician. Also, oh, yeah. no one's talked about the magician in the bottom of his trunk who's still presumably in <laughs> King's Landing. Oh, yeah. I, There's I, lots of things like that in Game I friends. was talking about this with uh, with my friends recently. I would love it if that guy becomes a big part of this series. Yeah. <laughs> like, he gets out and he's like the anti-Varys. Well, he knows all his secrets. The cliche, he's got a big cock in his hand. I had it the whole time. <laughs> the cliche thing that uh, nobody talks about anymore is the Gendry thing, where he just went oh, off yeah. rowing. Still rowing. Still rowing. Yeah. Just never heard from him again. There's a lot of people suspecting he would come back in this season. I would I love him. I'd love him to come Wait, back. Wait, he's got to come back. Why? Because what is that payoff what? otherwise? They didn't think that far ahead with yeah. his story. I mean, there is there's a payoff to He's a different he's, character in the book. He's yeah. a part what well, he's very He's, he's two very, characters in one, isn't he, from the books, I believe. No, not really. From what I remember. Gendry's basically the same as far as I'm But aware. was he one of Robert's bastards though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm misremembering. So but the he is basically serves as a reason to like Davos and not much else because because yeah. Davos lets him go. So you That's go. True. Davos is a good guy, yeah. and he's willing to go against the Red God or whatever. Mm. That's kind of his whole role. I mean, the whole thing was him. He has king's blood, and that's why they want yeah. to sacrifice him. But nobody wants to sacrifice him anymore. Yeah, no one yeah. cares Who about king's blood anymore. In? I mean, maybe Cersei would be interested in him because it's one. She had at one point she was getting all Robert's bastards yeah. killed, or oh, is that Joffrey? I think maybe. So, what would there be any interest for him? Maybe was, to help out Arya at one point. Yeah, there was a, the really good scene with because um, what is the name of the people that uh, the Hound is knocking about with? The Brotherhood. Yeah. The Brotherhood. The, they are some banners. of my favorite people. Um, they're amazing. They're fucking amazing. Oh, Dennis Penis. Yeah, Dennis Penis. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit where you know the bit where the Hound looks into the fire. Yeah, I thought he was going to be taking the piss. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he actually has seen something. Yeah, so yeah. actually, um, um, fun one-liner. Clegane has been replaced by our, our mutual new oh, favourite, Euron Crozai. Yeah. Fucking he's hell. brilliant. Some of the stuff, just the bit where he's on the back of the horse in the last episode, just goes, what a twat. Yeah. <laughs> when I walked in yesterday, I was like, Euron Greyjoy is fucking amazing. Like, I knew you would like yeah, him, that's it. I, wa- I genuinely thought of Gav as soon as I heard yeah. that line. I was like, oh, he's going to What about, what about the, the best line in the last episode when he went up to Jamie and he's oh, talking yeah. about tips for his sister? He's yeah. like, does she like it? Did you like it nice or just like it rough? Finger, Finger up, up the, the bum. bum. <laughs> <laughs> His little cheeky smile when he just backs away. Yeah, yeah that's he's really cheeky. It's <laughs> um, so weird. Like he's because <laughs> again, all I've got is the books, and in yeah. that he's like this horrible, yeah. like freakish mystic. Right. And in this, he's like just a white boy. <laughs> but he's only been that this season, though. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like previous mentioned, like previous times he's been in yeah. it, he was very like stoic and mm. just. I can't get out of my head. Have you guys seen the documentary about the national? No, no. It's really good. So it's basically like, do you know what the idea? Do you know what the story is behind this documentary? If no. you like the National, you have to watch this documentary. I it's will do. Fucking amazing. <laughs> basically, the idea is the lead singer of the National, as Matt Berninger, has got, oh, God. Hey, <laughs> has got this brother who's a fucking waster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like a dropout. Like he's never had like a steady job. Wait, and this is real. This is real. This is a real documentary. He's from, they're, they're like a really rich family, aren't yes, they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> obviously. 
the privilege that these this family has had was good for one brother, not so good for another. <laughs> and he's an absolute wayster. He's like this like uh, overweight sort of stoner dude uh, mm. who just drinks all the time. Like he's a lech. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> like if I didn't have this job, this is what my family would be like. Like my sister's like an author, a celebrated author and a teacher. And then, I've, well, I've done this, but if I didn't, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be boozing right now. Um, <laughs> if I let my way, we'd all be boozing right yeah. now. Um, but so basically there's a documentary where the lead singer gives him a job, like basically as like the band's assistant. Um, yeah, and this guy decides, oh, I'm going to make a documentary about the tour. And they're like, like the band hate him, the band's manager hate him. And they're all just like, yeah, okay, man. But like, your job is to like bring towels and like proper like dogs body. Yeah, that's yeah. what his mm. job is. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm also doing this documentary as well. And they're like, you can do that on the side, but your job is literally to do this. And he's like, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a sitcom. Yeah, um, it, it really does. Like an and Adam Sandler film. <laughs> he basically doesn't do any of the jobs. He's like, he thinks he's one of the bands, so he's like constantly up like boozing and stuff like that. And like his brother has to like sit him. It's so awkward. His brother has to sit him down a couple of times, being like, mate, like I know it's a bit of a piss take that you've got to bring me the towels and stuff, but you've got to do it because mm. everyone else is saying you're not pulling your weight and yeah. like you're a waster and that. And he's doing. He's like, his brother says an amazing thing where he's just like, mate, sometimes like I feel like the only reason. I I got this job is because you're my brother. And his brother's just like, that is literally why you've got this job. <laughs> but he, like, Aaron Greyjoy really reminds me of the brother for some reason. Like, it's kind of, kind of like that look about him. Um, That's very It's good. really funny. <laughs> so I can't get that image out of my head every time I see Greyjoy. Um, but, yeah. Who's Sometimes your... I, the only reason I think I'm king of the Iron Islands is because I was my dad's son. Yeah. <laughs> Who's uh, your current least favourite character? Daenerys. Really? I've gone well off Daenerys. Yeah, I, I really like. I really liked her when she was being queenly in on the Eastern Islands or right. whatever. Yeah. But as soon as she's now that she's having to, I don't know whether it's a front or whether she's just becoming a prick. Um, but I mean, she's there to win a war. She's yeah. trying to make allies as well. Yeah, so she's but got it's a, the, she's it's, playing tactics. It's at this point. suddenly turning into the queen. Yeah, yeah. Is I find her very boring. Yeah, and also yeah. the, the conversation between her and Jon Snow, yeah. barring the funny bit with Davos saying King in the North. Yeah. I, I hated that whole scene. Really? Did you? Oh, I really yeah. liked it. Oh, it's just because it's exposition for the sake of just going, hey, we need to show these two people meeting. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like that whole scene you could go... We could cut to them after having had that conversation, but I like, th- but I don't think you can though because no. everything's been building up to these two meeting, and I feel like well, people- if, it, if it's been building up to that, it was a shit payoff. Like, I liked it. I thought oh, I thought it was so kind of like it was. I thought it was quite fan servicey, like because yeah. it was just fun. I really. There's also that. that element where she she's looking for John to bend the knee, and he's obviously got a hold firm on that, and it's yeah. this sort of politics where he wants her help, but he also can't give in, and I thought that was a quite cool dynamic. Yeah. I, I like so. Yeah. I like the rest of that. I like all their interactions. Yeah. yeah. Further down that episode don't get me wrong I just thought that scene wasn't great I just think like when people are like oh you've got a bend and knee and other people are like don't do it just do it and then say you didn't do it (laughs) (laughs) it works on that Westeros you do not have the makings of a star (laughs) (laughs) like bend the knee and then when someone said Uh, do you just bend the knee to the nearest no 
Davos. Like, oh, we just got a raven's head. You bent the name. No, huh? remember? I don't uh, know. Davos looks like a snitch to me. If I've ever I seen would send one. a raven. Do, do you remember literally the entire story of the Frey family? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, what I would do is I'll bend the knee and then I would send a raven straight to King's Landing and be like, "Oh, these guys are fucking mental down here. Like they're all drunk. <laughs> like she's saying that I bent the knee or something when actually she was bending the knee to me. <laughs> raven off. Boom. Does Done. feel like a lot of people miss out on the idea of selling misinformation. Absolutely. In that show. Yeah. You, could be, Absolutely. you could be throwing so many spanners in so many works yeah. with just a couple of wax seals that yeah. you've made yourself. It's like, just draw a fucking kraken on it. Whoa, here we go. War style. That's what I would do. I would raise a load of ravens and then I'd just be sending raise ravens shite all the time. Like, it'd just be awesome. Um, but I really, my, one of my favorite things about watching it like episode by episode is... <clears throat> Because I've only done that for the last two or three seasons. Mm. Like, I was like you and I had to catch up. Is watching, like, people's reaction. Because people feel like they have to react to something yeah. now, even if they have nothing to say. Mm. Like, I was watching um, some people... Because, obviously, I was... I just... I woke up around five, so all the US were just losing their minds. Um, just every US person I followed was just like, oh, I've seen it. Like, people just <laughs> thinking they're involved in a conversation where actually they're not saying anything. They're just yeah. saying, I have seen it, like, which really annoys me. But the best thing about that is people react so quickly that they don't actually think about what they're saying. Mm. And I watched this amazing conversation. I can't remember where it was, but it was someone's tweet. And it got retweeted loads, and there was loads of men retweeting on it, which was basically, like, confused by the sex scene in the second episode oh, yeah, yeah. Um, between Wormtongue and I can never remember Grey Worm Grey Worm Grey Worm that's it not <laughs> Wormtongue <laughs> that's, that's like half the bad guy <laughs> yeah. half of, what's he called um Oh, never mind. Guy from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, um, And yeah. Melisandre. Tim Spall. Uh, yeah, so Grey Worm and Mel- Melisandre. Melisandre. No, no, Melisandre's the redhead woman. Missandei. Missandei, sorry, yes, yeah, yeah. Missandei. Um, yeah, the sex in between them. And it was all these men underneath going like, how do they even have sex? This is like, the sex was bit, And it's like all this different stuff. And I was just thinking like, all of your wives and girlfriends are cheating on you because you've <laughs> never made them come. <laughs> Like it was so <laughs> funny. You, was, all these people going, hey, it's fucking ridiculous. How would they have sex? It's so funny. It was a oh. good thing going around out the back of that. People said, "Could you believe how how did that work in that scene?" And then you click in the article. It was like they left the door open. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. It's like people worried about oh they left the door open. All people could be walking past watching. Also, have you never heard of stimulating the prostate? Yeah, just it's wicked, mate. Your on gets into it. Finger yeah, I've up the never bump. heard of stimulating the prostate. Joke. You've never watched. <laughs> He's a man from the two, from the two thousands that he knows. <laughs> You've never watched Road Trip, then. <laughs> right? Bassist in <laughs> the prostate. <laughs> um, but so we, I, well, I saw a theory going around the internet that I really liked, but you debunked it quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so I liked the theory that because we didn't see Aya um, in this episode, mm-hmm. that she was the chamber lady who came to see Jamie and Cersei mm. at the end. So I've, but so I've seen another theory about that as well, okay. that maybe she was the banker from Bravos as well. Nah, I don't think so. Mark, Mark Gaius yeah. is Mark Gaius. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, okay, so technically it's, a, it's in the trailer for the next episode, so if you really don't want to know, skip ahead like 20 seconds. But yeah. I don't want to know. You don't want to know? No. Should I just not mention it? No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't Well, care. you can just say there's something in the trailer. There's something that in the trailer that implies out. that Arya is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all. Okay. That's um, as loose as I can be about no, it's it. fine. I, you've already mentioned it in the office. I know what it was. I was just I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't think she would be Mark Ace because hasn't she got to spend time with people mm. to be able to get their mannerisms and stuff like that? Well, I mean, no, you don't know what's li- happened. She's though. literally got to cut off his face. And then, no, but like, 
she she what, becomes them though. It's not just it's, with the face. It's not as simple yeah. as like oh, okay. It's not as simple as a Nicolas Cage style, just ripping their face off and put it well, on that's, yours. That's yeah. it. It's kind yeah. of. They never it's magical, really get isn't it, into really? it. Yeah. They're just, they're like, well, fuck it. It's, it's kind of like the faces. magic bit that they just got to go, just go with it. Man. Genuinely, the, the thing <clears> that bothers <throat> me is they never, they show her understanding that yeah, involves death and cutting a face off. Yeah. They never show the stage at which they make those faces magic or yeah. they do magic. So the fact I mean, that Arya's never outwardly learned that yeah. I always, bothers me that she can now do it. I always feel like it's not a physical face that they're using. It's some sort of like magic they've or shown, something like that. They've shown chopped off faces. Yeah. But how, how is like, because when they pull it off, how is that taking a physical form that looks legit? Maybe the magic. magic it, maybe yeah. the magic. That's, exactly, that's what I'm saying. No, but, that, yeah. but what I'm saying is we, that's fine with me. We've just mm. never seen Arya learn it. So yeah. it, it bothers me that mm. Maybe the, the magic is how the, like, the faces are preserved or something like that. Like yeah. the, the act of them taking the face they do something mm. special to preserve it where actually only that person can control what that is. I mean, there's yeah. also voice issues, height issues and yeah. things like that with it. Like, you know, just, just suspend disbelief. Oh man, that scene yeah, with the phrase was so good. That, that was class. Brilliant. That yeah. was so good. I was, that's one of those times where I'm sad that I haven't been watching it at the right time because right. that scene with like a year or whatever in between yeah. the two episodes, yeah. I just went last episode, next episode. Yeah. So I knew exactly what was going on. Whereas if you haven't watched that for, yeah. for a year, just going... Wait a second, is he? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh that'd be really good. It was uh, it, uh, what do they they like rapidly age to you then? So if you're just jumping from season to season, you obviously like Bran and Arya and Sansa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be so weird, like how fast they've aged to you. Yeah, I guess. You just I accept s- it because it's television. Well, exactly. Guess, yeah. I'm just going around. Fine. Yeah, I thought Bran's thing was pretty disappointing, but oh, someone's Bran's, Bran is the worst character in the show. Right it's now. led to an amazing tweet where someone put. Um, what the was the name of the little mental Will Smith kid? Jaden Smith. <laughs> Jaden Smith. Smith. Someone, someone <laughs> put Jaden Smith's tweets over pictures of oh, Brad. That's very it's good. So fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and like it just fits perfectly. Um, so if you haven't seen that, check it out. And mm. all right, that's the end of Game of Thrones. It's great. Uh, Joe, do you know what else is great? Yes, Marion Rabbids. Yes, it, it is. Called? Marion Rabbids. What? Mario uh, plus, plus Rabbids yeah. Kingdom Battle. Cool. Uh, it's very good. This is what I couldn't talk about for two weeks. Oh, right. Really? Um, it's... <clears throat> so, it is basically Mario XCOM. That wasn't wrong. <laughs> but it's also, like, some of the best fan service. Like, it's so clearly made by Nintendo fans. Yeah. Um, which is lovely. Like, every... There's all these little things. So, like, Luigi has a move that is the Luigi Death Stare from uh, Mario it? Kart. Like, it's called Steely Glare. And the point is, he's like looking around, and then if someone moves in front of him, he shoots them with a sniper <laughs> right. rifle, which is amazing. Um, and uh, just like, uh, so there's a boss. I didn't realize we could talk about this, so it's not in my preview, which is really annoying. Yeah. Um, but Eurogamer reported on it, so here we go. <clears throat> okay. There's a boss, um, which is a giant, rabid opera singer who sings a really crap opera song about how much he hates Mario. That's awesome. And it keeps going. He's like, um, he play. He, there's a line, a line where he's like, "I always play as Mario in Mario Kart so that I can lose, what? and like, so that he's shit or something." <laughs> That's so, so good. There's like this thing where. Oh, this was the in the rap- trailer. So this is the thing I saw. Grant Kirkhope, the guy who's doing the music mm. and did like all the like best rare music. Yeah. Like, and he's so he said, "I've written an opera song for Nintendo." This is yes, the thing he's talking that's about. That's it, and yeah. it's. It's really funny. There's this weird implication that all the rabbits are from a world, where Mario is a video game. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they've somehow fallen... They're still not saying what the story is, so no one knows why they're here. So the rabbits are in our world? I think so, because the world you're travelling through... What world am I in? 
I don't know, Gav. <laughs> What's the, my name? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> the, the world that you're in in Mario Rapids is like the Mushroom Kingdom, but it's sort of been overgrown by human stuff. Right. So there's like giant toilets or like <laughs> slushy uh, drink uh, like cups and stuff, like just sticking out of the yeah. world. I saw on, the, on your video, I saw one of them where it was... There was like giant goombas on the floor, like stuck. Yeah, to like, like with a huge tube of honey. Yeah, and like, like what it's is not going clear on? why any of this is happening, <laughs> but it's kind of cool. Like yeah. that's the thing is, the more I play, the more I go. Firstly, I can't believe I like the rabbits, yeah. but I do. Yeah. And um, secondly, I actually want to know what the story of the game yeah. is, which is not expected. I've at always all. thought the rabbits are like quite funny. People dismiss them as like minions, but they were around before the minions. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They're not like the minions at all. Like. I feel like there's more. I mean, they're quite like. We had to play a lot of rabbit stuff. I did. I did see someone describing the rabbits as French minions the other day, which really bothered me because the minions are fucking French. (laughs) (laughs) It's really irritating. The thing, like, I think it generally is quite good. Is it hard? So what they did, they purposely put us in the tutorial area, and that everyone played at E3, and we were like, "This is all right." Like. It's fun, and there's some good ideas about... Like, uh, you can watch a video on this where I talk Krupa through a level. It's a really good sense of... Their kind of key thing is movement, so you can right. team jump and dash through enemies, and it's all about extending how far you move in one turn, Okay, um, which is really cool. But um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, how hard it is. <laughs> yeah. So they put us in that, and I was like, this is kind of cool. And then they skipped us to three-quarters of the way through the game. Yeah. And... I got fucked up immediately. Really? So it becomes a proper strategy game where you're thinking about team composition and every Fuck. single move is important and preserving cover and keeping your team together. And it's really genuinely hard. Like that it's not sounds too hard for me. It's not XCOM hard, yeah. but it is much harder than you'd expect from the first bits you played, which yeah. is really heartening because the only way that game's going to be great all the way through, apart from the fact that it's funny, yeah. is if it keeps adding more and more things, which I think is how they're doing it. So, yeah. like, you meet characters you go through, and you kind of collect them. Yeah. And then, yeah, by the... Like, three-quarters of the way through the game, you still don't have Yoshi. Which but is, the characters you're collecting are rabbits or mushroom people? Well, both. So there's... Okay. Mar- so it's Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi. Okay. And then the four rabbit versions of them, <laughs> who are, like, weird... Ex- like exaggerated versions of their traits. Yeah. So like Rabbit Peach is sassy, which is fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> Do they like interact in the terms of like, does the Rabbit Peach, uh, in my head, she's like, uh, what's her name from the Muppets with Kermit? Yes, um, okay. Miss Piggy. Piggy. Miss Piggy, yeah. She basically is. Like okay. Rabbit Peach. So she loves Mario. Loves Mario get on and him. does not like Peach. Sweet. So when she first turns <laughs> up, she like does this thing where she gets a bit of Peach's dress and just like looks at it and then sneers and like throws it down and runs away again. You're like, yeah. Does she like Mario Rabbit though? I don't think she does. Well, uh-huh. I haven't seen any any indication of that. Can they fuck? <laughs> I guess so. I is don't that know. What's happening? I've not seen any fucking yet. But you've only seen a little part of the game. So exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know. Um, <laughs> it's Rabbit Yoshi going down on someone. Joe Scrabble. Look, you brought it out. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm really interested in the game. So, when the preview embargo broke yesterday, I basically watched, and well, I, re- I watched a lot of the stuff that people put up. Yeah. Um, and there was one website, I think it's a website, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> we'll... Oh, can I, no, I'm not going to say what the name is. Uh, <laughs> N Life. Oh, <laughs> Wait, no, that's too obvious. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> L. Um, but they put they put up a video that was just that said, "Is Mario Rabbits 
good or just for kids, which implies what? to me that they think that something can't be good and just for kids. Um, but it did. When I was watching stuff, I was like, it's quite clearly not a game that if you don't have, if you're not, it feels like a game that adults will have to play. Because you're describing it to me, and I watched a lot of stuff. I was like, that looks fucking nails. Yeah, like it is genuinely hard. I, yeah. I think it. I think there's a there's a case to be made for saying. It's a sort of my first XCOM, yeah. which is actually really cool. Like, I'm glad that exists. Um, but yeah, by the end, you need to be good at the game and right. you need to have, like, properly skilled up and bought the right weapons and played properly. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's just... Firstly, it's definitely not just for kids, but yeah. also that is that is a misguided yeah. idea. Uh, Although get- I, I am struggling to think of something that's just for kids and is also good. Did you get to see anything mm. in the way of like tutorials or anything like that for it? I mean, no more than what we'd already seen. Yeah. How do you it's mean? Because like, Lego Dimensions. Sorry. <laughs> I don't like Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions. It's but a good. That is yeah. fucking good. Actually, though. fucking all the Lego games are they? Just but they're not for kids? just for kids. Oh, That's no, the problem. No, no. But they're I not. Many... Know, I don't know what you can say is just for kids though, right. because lots of people will say video games are just for kids. Imagine journalist. You know those DS games. <laughs> I thought you would talking about imagine like imagine <laughs> being a journalist I, I thought you were talking about like imagine the company oh. <laughs> and you're like they're just for kids fucking games TM and all that shite um, yeah I'm, I'm, I really like this when's it out mm. August sharp it's yeah. August now it's crazy soon. oh fuck yeah it's really soon I had a proper meltdown <laughs> yeah. in the office yesterday because yeah. I turned on and I was, I was just literally just went how was it August <laughs> <laughs> like I actually couldn't talk for a bit I was just like Life. It's going to be fucking Christmas. Like We're going to go to Gamescom in a bit. Then when we come back, that's the end of August. Then it's September. And then it's Christmas. And then we die. Christ- gonna it's going to go soon. September, <laughs> Halloween, Christmas. Boom. Death. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for Rabbids. It looks really it's good. It's genuinely wicked. And I implore Switch owners to have a look at everything that I've done for it. <laughs> please. <laughs> Multiple please. times. <laughs> and you, you you made a video that uh, with the title, with the thumbnail, Let's, let's Get, get Spooky. spooky. <laughs> That's a little fun if joke If that has the fucking numbers, let's just go on. I was going through the comments like this morning and said, it's got spooky in the title and Gav isn't involved in this video. <laughs> <laughs> they were furious. They don't, they, don't know, they don't know that Gav was consulted. Because <laughs> I wrote it on the thumbnail. <laughs> I, I wrote it and then turned around to Gav and said, you having that? <laughs> he was like, rubbing his knees. Yeah. <laughs> Dale. Hello. So yesterday I got tagged in a picture of you and Alicia. Did you? Um, and I haven't seen this. Have you seen this? No. So it's on some official GAR video for this for Annabelle Creation. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think so. Well, I, I, that sounds I right. The spiel. I should remember, like shouldn't I? So you went along to an Annabelle experience. So Annabelle is the little doll from, what's the uh, film? The Conjuring. The Conjuring, yeah. yeah. So it's a little freaky doll thing and she's got her own spin-off series mm-hmm. of films. Is, this an, um, is, this, is there a Conjuring universe now? There is. So there's four Conjuring yeah. films, isn't there? Because aren't they yeah. all based in reality? And they're also, hang on, they're doing the, the Nun one as well, aren't they? Yeah, she's mm-hmm. getting her so own So there's film. another spin-off. Everything I've never watched any Conjuring films. So the, I think the Conjuring one. 1 and 2 are really good. Mm. I've never seen Annabelle. No. And well, I got sure tagged in watch Annabelle creation. You and Alicia went along to a little Annabelle experience, and I was meant to do it, but I was ill. But they obviously didn't update their files, so you're in an official video yeah. credited as Gav from IG. I got sent the video file that said Alicia and Gav. And yeah, I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what He's did crying. you have to do? <laughs> He's got a single tear. So uh, stop putting my brand out there. <laughs> it's on, it's uh, an insult on Brand Murphy. I we had to go to Annabelle's house, and essentially, when you got there, it was an actual. How has she got a house? I'm got a house. <laughs> 
mate, you don't want this house. She's a movie star, Gav. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so it was an old, like, rickety, like, Americana 1960s house. I don't know how to describe it. It's an old wooden house, it cool. basically. Yeah. It's really cool. And I wish we'd got more photos and done stuff outside yeah. the house more. Uh, do you want me to just go through it beat by beat? Yeah. It lasted about 10 minutes mm-hmm. or so. Uh, so we get there and there's a guy outside and he's got a scarecrow and he's, for some reason, hammering nails into this scarecrow trying to get the head to stand up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this isn't working. Uh, I'm going to have to go to the store and get new nails. And then he just turned around to us and he says, oh, you're the babysitters for Annabelle. And obviously we're playing along. So we say, yeah, Lucky yeah, you're yeah. here because I need to leave my baby. Yeah. And then he's like, you ever babysat before? And we're like, nope. And he's like, that's fine. Learn on the job. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Very irresponsible, but mm. never mind. The Let's thing I love about this mate, <laughs> yeah. is I know that there was a part of you going, mate, give me that hammer. Give me the nails. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get that head up for you now. <laughs> Why did you think I mentioned it? I was seriously <laughs> looking at that thinking you were doing a shit job. That, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're not acting this well. <laughs> you just pull out your Allen key yeah. and give it to him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, uh, enters, opens the door and then it's, it was really weird because it was like a front door to house but you go in and you're in a kid's bedroom immediately Yeah. so that was a bit off-putting but anyway there's a there was a young girl there she was a bit <laughs> creepy let's say she was, uh, she was about 10 years old real or a doll no real real oh, wait, so right you're gonna have to explain oh she's they're babysitting the little girl we're babysitting girl. his daughter is Annabelle not a doll though Yes, well, it's Annabelle creation, so I guess in this is how so she it's called a doll. Annabelle's house. She although a doll. I guess it's Annabelle's house squatters' rights. I yeah, guess okay. at this point, didn't start off as Annabelle's house. <clears throat> anyway, we come in. This girl's in there. She's playing with a doll's house, and the guy says, "Oh, the the lights keep flicking. I've got to go to the store and get my new nails. I'm going to get some uh, light bulb stuff. I'll see you later." Yeah. So he just left us. So that was nice of him. And then he closed the door, and we just start having a chat. Janie, her name was, by the way. So we start having a chat with Janie. She's showing us all. She's a real ten-year-old girl. Yes, fuck. Uh, she's a really good actress as well. Yeah. Cause I tried to break her a few times. And she never... <laughs> <laughs> to, no, I was trying to like. I was just throwing in extra lines and seeing what she'd say. Snap her over your knee like Bane with Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she was like. Uh, she's like, this is my doll's house. My dad built this doll's house. It's like our house. It looked nothing like the house <laughs> at all. And I just went, is it? Is it this house? And then she just no sold that, completely moved yeah, on. Good. Then she was like, uh, oh, oh, sorry, I missed over a bit. When we were outside, he, uh, a note slid through the door and the guy was like, oh, there's a note down there. Do you want to pick that up? So Alyssa picked it up and it said, uh, find me. Okay. And we're like, okay, right. And we get inside and once we're inside, all that's happened. And then uh, the girl turns around and she says, did you get them my note? We're like, yeah. And then Alyssa opens up the note and then Alyssa just lets out this huge scream because now the note says closer instead of find me. What? We don't know where this switch happened or anything. It was well impressive. I like it. What? Yeah. Did you get pickpocketed? You must have, yeah. But she freaked out big time. That's to count- fucking wicked. That was that was probably like one of my favourite parts of it. I so like did not expect that to That's happen really at all. That's really cool. So then the Unless girl Alicia says, was in on it. <laughs> oh, Ooh, shit. It's like a Keanu Reeves meme right now. Just, <laughs> uh, so then the girl says, uh, do you want to get on the bed? Do you want to lie on the bed? And I was like, what? okay, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll play along. We didn't take our shoes off, so she didn't care about that. We got on the bed and then she just put a film on. It was the creepiest fucking film you've ever seen in your life. It's just a bunch of horror stuff happening. But then during this, the girl and knock at another door opened and she walked in and it was just like a closet but had newspaper all all over the wall she gets in and starts whispering to someone in the corner and then the door just slams shut the film stops the lights go off and then there's blackness for about it felt like about four minutes but it was probably about 20 seconds you just have a little kiss uh no at that point so we were just there waiting for something to happen and then i didn't feel it but at least alicia under the bed felt something like jolting underneath the bed and making a jump so we got off the bed and we're just sort of standing there waiting. 
And then the girl just like creeped back into the room around the corner from behind us. Like Could in you a see se- her? Well, I saw I saw eventually when she came in, but it was like a secret panel that she had. She just came in and then uh, then all the lights came back on again. And then she just started singing as creepy girls in horror films Obviously. tend to do. She wouldn't talk to us. And then she just picked up a key, went to the front door, opened the key, opened the door. So we sat walking to the front door and then she just slammed it shut on us and locked it. Oh. Then shit went down at that point. All the lights that flick out, all the thing, books flying off the wall, drawers opening on their own, all in <clears> sequence. <throat> Alicia was losing her damn mind. At one point, she actually like balled up onto the floor, which just in a ball, just like rocking backwards and forwards. That's what she was like when we went to see Blair Witch. She does not handle it very well. I remember, remember when she got under the table when we were playing Until Dawn Rush of Blood? <laughs> oh, God, she just yeah. took off oh, the yeah. headset and lay under oh, yeah. the table. She just sort of went comatose didn't she just dropped to the floor it was very much like this I don't think it's good for her <laughs> probably not she to also, she's really tall so she, but she manages to contort herself into a really <laughs> yeah, small ball yeah. like I wouldn't be able to make myself that small it, it was it was really impressive the shape that she could form on yeah. the floor but then I, I was like I, set, I was tapping her on the shoulder going it's alright it's alright she stood up and then the guy from the start burst through the door uh, screaming at us if you watch back the video, that that is a bit where I truly lost my mind. Like that made me so terrified. She didn't expect it, and then he rushed us out the door. Go, get out, get out, get out, run out. We ran out, and then the scarecrow that was there came alive, obviously, and then came to us <gasps> at the end. That was fucking scary. That's as well. good. And that was it. That was the end of the experience. Was it good? Hell. It was really, really. Did good. you see the film? No. Fuck. <laughs> I thought at the end you would have got to see the film or something. Like no, that. we just got to do the experience. We got to play the VR version of wasn't that but it was like a yeah. VR mini game what they've released that's horror and it was quite scary as well I mean I didn't have the headphones on so it wasn't I was losing a lot of the impact yeah. there but it was quite good Do wait so can people go and do this <clears throat> I don't believe so yeah. I think it was just a, a press thing it sounds fucking horrible yeah, it, does it, it was horrible you can watch a video of it uh, on Facebook we put it up uh, on IGN main account the other week so check that out have you got well. the full 10 minutes somewhere yes I I'm have that file I haven't I'll, uploaded that I want to watch that but I'll show you <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good well, that sounds lovely, Dale. <laughs> do you know it what? Wasn't. Do you know what isn't lovely? Valerian and the city of a thousand planets. spires. Did, planets. I'm, I'm glad. Some, planet of a thousand cities. It's a city of a thousand planets. Okay, sweet. I'm glad someone's finally made a movie about my space adventures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're for people who don't know your middle name is Valerian. Valerians. Valerians. Okay. There's lots of me. I'm better than him. So you got to? Did you get to pick? That's the name you got to pick, right? No, no, no. That's okay. What? <laughs> no, because I have a because uh, I was Catholic at one point. Yeah. Right. My confirmation name was Olaf, Olaf. which I did pick. <laughs> yeah, you did pick. Her, yeah. uh, so I picked. And then Frozen happened, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck!" I picked it specifically to see if I could make the bishop laugh, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, sorry, we're off track. It's fine. Um, so. I didn't really know anything about this film, but we were going to do um, an interview with Luke Besson, um, who I do like. And I like a lot of his films, um, but I was ill, so I couldn't do the interview ah. in the end. But luckily, luckily, because I thought this is one of the worst films I've seen this year. Fucking I mean, hell. Honestly. It looks shit. I, I thought, thought it, it looked, looked great. Right. Really? Yeah, I was into oh, it. No I genuinely way. was into it. I thought it looked all right. It looked like the things I actually like about The Fifth Element, which aren't many. Yeah. And there's a, really yeah. co- there's a really couple of cool, really ideas in it, especially about like VR and stuff like that, right. that kind of ideas. Um, like the idea is like when you put on this VR helmet, you're not going like to something virtual. You actually go into another reality. Mm. Um, so that's really good. But it is shite. 
I mean, I mean, oh, go on. Well, we, I think we were probably going to make the same point, which is Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne. I was going to make the Cara Delevingne one. Why? Why do they keep putting Dane DeHaan in films? Why do they keep why putting Dane DeHaan in films? Sean, <laughs> she's all right in Valerian. Like she's actually all right. The in enchantress there. herself. Yeah, <laughs> um, God, she's that not that bad in Valerian. But why do people keep putting Dane DeHaan in films? Who's decided that Dane DeHaan is good? He sounds like he's doing a really shit Keanu Reeves impression. He like looks all so the time. Bored. That's not a person to impress either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's so rubbish. He should not be leading a film. What's Cure for Wellness? Like? Also, you know Valerian. That. Yeah, yeah. But you know Valerian. That's the name of his character. Mm. So he's like the ma- like Valerian. I thought was going to be something cool. Yeah. Is him, and he's shite in it. And like, <laughs> but he's also his character is really rubbish. Like Cara Delevingne's character is actually pretty good in it. Yeah. Um. So you get that. But I thought Valerian's going to be like a fucking planet or something like that. Aren't they meant to be like? hot couple oh my god so I thought that, <laughs> that's the better, that's yeah. the better response than I expected. so right at the beginning there's like this really there's like scene where when I look back at him I'm like oh that's the scene that if you if you care about sports with Lear and I, I I don't know fuck off it's got, but you got a bit more <laughs> yeah. Jesus. just don't go see it right but I'm not going to spoil those bits but there's a scene right at the beginning where you think this is them this is her saying that she really doesn't like him and he's trying to get in her pants sort of thing mm. I thought that's what the dynamic between this couple is because there's absolutely no chemistry whatsoever so, wait they're like space agents aren't yeah, they they're so like, like space, cool I don't know what they are. cops yeah um, interdimensional cops mm-hmm. but so there's a that scene that's a great <laughs> term yeah, so there's, there's it's a, a band name that is so, <laughs> on 2000 you know Dana Hahn Cara but there's so there's a scene at the beginning where they're, they're sort of like bantering back and forth and I thought this scene was meant to sort of set up their relationship as like oh she doesn't like him but he fancies her sort of thing no they're in a relationship from the start like it's it's honestly I walked out I went to the toilet to, or to get more beer three times because oh. I was so bored where's the I, conflict then in their relationship <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so rubbish. But also, there's some bits in there that look genuinely beautiful. Well, that's it. Like, I'm kind of into it just because I want to see yeah. all that weird shit. Mm. <laughs> like, it just looks like a fun world. Because it's based on, like, an old manga, right? Or no, it's like an a French... Si- yeah, a French it's, comic book. Because it's yeah. that time when France was obsessed with anime, so they started making their own. Oh, right, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Because we've got a really good article up on the site this week, which is, like, um, about whether or not this is a really big influence on Star Wars that George Lucas had never talked about. Oh, I see, right. Because um, okay. he talks about like how he's been influenced by the other stuff, but never about this. Mm. And actually, when you're watching it, you're like, eh, this is kind of Star Warsy, Right. Um, and if you, I looked at a lot of the panels of old comics, and it was like, that's a Millennium Falcon. That's literally all four of the main characters sitting down <laughs> on the table. Brilliant. Like, it's really interesting to look at that. But yeah. it's just not good. And But it also, it was the, the night that I saw it, I came out where obviously some embargo had lifted or something like that, because everyone was talking about it on mm. Twitter. I saw so many people tweeting that they loved it. And like people going like, oh, I'm a Star Wars fan. And as a Star Wars fan, this really spoke to me. I was like, I'm a fucking Star Wars fan, but I like good films. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, was, I generally think I was watching a different film to some people. I don't think it is ever worth trusting. You know when you see those roundups of like, here's the critics' first reactions yeah, from yeah, where? Those things, yeah. like... But I wouldn't like. I wouldn't even trust me tweeting out yeah, after like absolutely. after we watched Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, I wouldn't trust anything I tweeted no, no, for like yeah. five days after <laughs> that because you've got to like it. percolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's so that's the thing because like we had a like that. Uh, I, I know what you mean because like the experience that you have can definitely sort of change what you're doing. Like we went Suicide in, Squad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, but we, we went into we went to Spider Man Homecoming 
after having a couple of beers on my birthday and we all went to the pub afterwards we were like this is a great night yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah that's why we don't, didn't tweet about it um, I felt like that way about Wonder Woman though just like yeah. everybody was just like revering it and stuff and I just I did not like that so I did not, not like it um, but yeah there we are Valerian don't fucking bother with it I'm, I'm, <laughs> very, I'm very much looking forward to it being on Netflix yeah. that's basically my feeling mm. um, do you like The Fifth Element I love The Fifth Element I really don't like no, but Don't I haven't seen it. the Fifth Element since I saw it first. That's the thing. Like really? I've watched it recently, and like I think man. I watched it about ten years ago, and I, th- I thought it was okay. Oh, it's not okay. like I like Chris Tucker, but that's remember know, the game. Everyone knows why I Fifth like Chris Tucker. About Lee Evans. Lee Evans in it as well. It's Lee Evans in it. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's like the. It's like what's you know where they go on the ship where Chris Tucker's doing his where they have that opera. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like a captain or. a Crew member or something on the ship. Yeah, Good he's like him. a main character in it, though. Well, in that scene. Go on, Lee through. Evans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well, Rihanna's in Valerian. Is um, she? Great. Yeah. Another reason to give it a pass. She's... Whoa, whoa, what are you even talking about? That's a reason to go see it. Rihanna's amazing. Is she? She's incredible. I've never seen her. You don't like Rihanna? As an actress. Or music. She's been in that and general person. Battleship. <laughs> like, I'm not I sure. I've never seen Battleship, but I kind of want to see it because Peter Berg. But, and he's a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'd go see something on and the back of Rihanna. Her as an actress is just not. What about her as a meme artist? She does some good. She shares some good memes. I don't memes, follow man. her on, on social really? media. So get her on, get her on Instagram. She's got on Instagram. It's good yeah. value, yeah. <laughs> uh, but here we are. Uh, Valerian. <laughs> shite. <laughs> Do you know what isn't shite, though, boys? Keyword countdown. If you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, IMDb categorise their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or more importantly, what Ed Lord has done, <gasps> is taken five films, ten keywords apiece, and there's an amazing link between them. So I've been getting, like, a lot of Keyword Countdown, but also a lot of people following up with messages saying, why haven't you done my Keyword Countdown? Oh, yeah. for God's sake. Um, so I've, I've got loads now like absolutely just keep sending them but also what I will say is I'll probably get to them but I will get to them quicker if you don't take a screenshot of a word document that you've Mm. written out and send me the screenshot like I need them in text form how many people have done that a lot that's mental yeah (laughs) like because also someone took a screenshot I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth if this is you I'm really sorry your keywords were good but the format was shite um (laughs) Google Chrome, like he took a screenshot of Google Chrome. Send me the link to the fucking document, mate. You check out all his yeah. other tabs. I love doing Ooh, that when people take screenshots. Yeah. There. Screenshots. Oh, I don't want screen. people to see my bookmarks bar. <laughs> well, where have you got on there? Oh, it's mad. Have you got filth on there? No, not filth. Just weird shit that I like to look at. You need the again. you need the secret drop down for the filth. Well, I've got like my RSS feed for my death pool. <laughs> 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 so I've just got Fuck me. which is just stories about the Tom the, team, <laughs> the Queen, Henry Kissinger, Harrison Ford, and two members of One Direction. So <laughs> 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 any time that story of them goes up, that's fucking up there. Anyway, right, <laughs> Kissinger. <laughs> but also, what I also will say about people sending me in keyword uh, content. The way that I pick 
whose keyword concerns I do is if you've thought of a really, really good link between them. Mm. That's the thing that I check first before I even check the keywords. Well, Gav was talking um, before we started about how this link was so amazing that he had to do research. I was late getting yeah. in you yeah. because of it. <laughs> like, and then it's led me to an idea for a feature, which is really good. Uh, quick aside, how's the poo coming? Fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Mate, He's rocking you. back a bit. You know huh? what I'm doing. You're holding on. I'm rocking back because I've had four cups of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Five to 12. Right. So... Film number one, boys. I need a pen. I got it, I got it, I got it. This I, I brought in a good pen that I like writing with. This is calling your pen shit, mate. <clears throat> oh, well, well, that is know. a shit pen compared to mine. Does a good job. So. Film number one. Flying Trapeze. Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. American Dream. Batman Forever. American Beauty. Road Trip. Slow down, slow down. Uh, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Road Trip. <laughs> Leaving Without Paying. Um... Oh, the way way back. This is a fantastic keyword. City name in title. Oh, what's it called? Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, oh, yes. good one, Sundale. Couldn't think out for about a minute before that. Well when done. did you? What did you get it from? Um, the road trip, and then there was one after that. Whatever road, the one after road trip was. City name in title. Leaving okay. without paying. Anyway, the Leave other ones: convertible, hallucination, drug abuse, cigarette holder. Gonzo journalist. <clears throat> Film number two. Hit by a train. Final destination. Punch in face. Source code. Sin City. Male female fight. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Super Eight. Heist. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Mad Scientist. What the fuck? Back to the Future. Oh uh, no. Mad Scientist. Disguise. Master of Disguise with Dana Carvey. Ex-convict. Oh, Conair. Uh, face Off, The Rock. Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, Ant-Man. Oh, yes. Ah, oh, fuck it. I think that's a bit too easy, but mm. that's fine. Because Hit by a Train is a really good one. That is yeah. very good, yeah. Three points there, Joe. Um, yeah, because the, the last three are too easy on this one, but it's still very good anyway. Thomas Dang Engine, Miniaturized Man, Army of Ants. <laughs> man, ants. Very funny. How is Army of Ants a keyword? What else is on there? I bet there's loads, though. Small soldiers. Like, is there ants in that? Fucking, what's it called? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Shrunk the yeah. Army, Army of Ants. Ants. Yeah. yeah live. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play, lad. <laughs> Film number three. Beer-chested male. Oh, Classic. Male pubic hair. Mm. Wayne's World 2. What's the one with Harvey Keitel nude? Murder in a bathroom. There's Pulp murder fiction. in a bathroom. <laughs> you better not kill the mood. <laughs> you got to sing all the clues now. Revenge. Kill Bill. Rape. Still. Yeah. <laughs> kill Bill, volume two. Prison release. Connor. <laughs> Ex-convict. Racial violence. American History, History X. X. Yeah. Oh, I think we should listen back to that afterwards and make it a decider. Yeah, we should do an instant, instant <laughs> replay of You can do that, Dale. We'll decide afterwards. American History X. American History X. American History X. Well, 
I'll do, Dale, is I'll record two different versions of her, and then you can just use the one. And okay. well, also use this as well, because it's funny. <laughs> well done, Dale. You got that. <laughs> That's good. Three points. Uh, the other one's neo-Nazi, curb stomping. Curb stomping. Curb stomping. <laughs> stomping. <laughs> Film number four. This is one of my favorite films. Mathematics. Beautiful mind. Um, talented Mr. Ripley. Wait, no. Did he do maths in that? No, I'm thinking of the other one. What's the one? He's talented, so he probably uh, could do that's maths. That's fair, that's fair. One word title. Salt. Sports trade. Moneyball. Yes. Oh, nice. Well done. I wouldn't have got it. Would you have got that if I didn't say it was one of my favorite films? No. Wouldn't you? No, I've never would. seen okay, Moneyball. Is it worth it? I assume it's worth math- watching it. Mathematics and sports trade. Um, title spoken by character, based on book, manager, strategy, winning streak, underdog, baseball. Um, I really like that director as well, Bennett Miller. Um, what else has he done? He did. Fuck, I was literally just looking as well because I was looking at what else he's doing. Mm. Um, he did Capote, which is really, oh, really I've good. I've never watched that. Uh, no. He did Foxcatcher. Oh, of that's been on my Netflix amazing. list for ages. Have you seen, have you seen the, watch, the other doc, the doc, the Netflix documentary about that no, as well? No. It's called Team Foxcatcher. Yeah, I would maybe watch that first because it's a very good documentary. So isn't it right? Like Kurt Angle mm. was involved like heavily around that time, but in the film they never feature him. Or something he's not like featured. That? Yeah, he, I'm Did not you, sure. If he's in the I remember hearing an interview of him where he said he was a bit annoyed that he wasn't asked to oh, be right. involved. Maybe watch I the think, film first. Well, I was going to say, do you know what happened? Uh, I know very roughly yeah. like I just got a rough idea about you know it's an Olympic a wrestling team yeah. and shenanigans yeah, I would so. maybe watch the film first then because yeah. okay. I think it would be way more effective <coughs> yeah, yeah maybe because I knew what the story was beforehand so it's um, completely I, different so I looked at what Bennett Miller was doing because I was like oh I've liked all these other films I'm going to see what else he's doing he's doing um, Black Panther <laughs> no he's doing A Christmas Carol Mm. Oh, again yeah. we don't need Zemeckis yeah. did that already wow. the Muppets perfected that film yeah, yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit annoying but there you go anyway <clears throat> film number five the Christ, final film fifth. yeah so it's Dale, August Dale oh, fuck man <laughs> Dale's on six with one guess Joe is on 14 with three guesses but then we've got our mystery guess oh yeah American History X we don't know oh yeah we don't know sorry I, 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 that's why I didn't put your name there. Good. There we go. So I so, say, yeah, we don't know. I'm not even going back over that. Um, film number five. <laughs> it's the shambles of episode. Yep. <laughs> it's because he needs a shit. <laughs> I'm all right. <clears throat> he just looks at the clock. No cats. 101 Dalmatians. No cats. <laughs> Cleanliness. Oh. American uh, American Psycho Brother Brother Relationship Brothers <laughs> Title Spoken by Character Foxcatcher <laughs> Health Inspector oh, What the fuck is that? This is I can always only think of Always Sunny <laughs> yeah. Pulling Someone's Hair Step Brothers ah! French Leon. What the fuck is this? Oh. Food porn. Chef? That film sucks. Ratatouille. <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. Well done. Three points, Joe. Very good. The other one, the next one. Chef. 
Rat. George, <laughs> 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 you know, it the other day. I've never seen Ratatouille, but I have seen. Have you seen the Adam Buxton video that he's done? The record Oh my god, it's a I'm song about Ratatouille that he's done. Right. It's, oh, it's it's probably better than a film. I like it's Ratatouille. Fucking amazing. It's just him dancing around in big trousers. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so good. So, Joe, before the tie break, you've got. I think I've got 14, 14, possibly 17. You've got 14 points, possibly 17. Dale, you've got six points, possibly nine. So Joe wins. Well, what, <laughs> what do you, do you know what the oh. link is? So it's really interesting. Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Ant-Man, Ant-Man American Man, History X. American History X, Moneyball, Ratatouille. <clears throat> Vegas. <laughs> America. France. I love how you brought that in just for that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Just in case. It's good. Uh, it's very good. The second film a director has made. I don't think that's right. Oh, this is going to really no piss me off. Oh, uh, no, that's not. It's not going to be directors who left. Replacement directors? I'll get that. I'll give you that. <gasps> I'll absolutely give you that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So all these movies had directors who were unceremoniously fired or replaced. Nice. nice. Got that from uh, yeah, I got that yeah, from Ant-Man. And I seem one. to remember Ratatouille changed <clears throat> at some So point. I went through these because I just wanted to check. Because I knew Ant-Man, but I didn't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know the rest of them. So um, Free Your Love in Las Vegas, uh, Terry Gilliam directed it. Um, there was a guy called Alex Cox. Um, who was the second choice director mm-hmm. and he was fired and Terry Gilliam came on I'm glad because that film's mad now <laughs> yeah. um, Peyton Reed replaced Edgar Wright mm-hmm. and Peyton Reed I realise is actually doing the second one as well now yes yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty cool um, so I, th- I think that man's brilliant um, American History X this is oh no I'm going to do the other ones first so Moneyball had Steven Soderbergh on it for that ages that makes a lot of sense yeah so it was um, Steven Soderbergh and Brad Pitt been working on it for five years fucking wow. hell apparently they were like a couple of weeks out from production mm. and then they just got rid of him apparently that new Soderbergh done. movie uh, Lucky, Lucky Logan, Logan is yeah, amazing looks, looks good fun. oh that looks good yeah I can't um, wait for that yeah. Ratatouille uh, it was a guy called Jan Pinkarva and he was replaced by Brad Bird mm. but he's still credited um, as the director, as well, no, with Brad Bird. Oh, nice. Is there any um, on information on why that happened on that one? No. So this is the, this is the hole that I went down there, and this is why I was late because <laughs> it was an. I read an. I started reading an article about all the. It was years ago as well. This article was about how many Pixar directors have been replaced. Yeah, mm. it's loads. Really. So it's a really interesting thing that we're seeing like these Star all the Star Wars stuff happen and the Marvel stuff when Disney are involved in it. Like they always. There's so many films where the director's been replaced and the film has been really good. Mm. Like, people say, like, Ratatouille is one of the main, the best ones, mm. where someone's been replaced and it's really good. I think, like, in this list, like, all of these are really good. Yeah. Um, but then, this is this is a really interesting one. So, <clears throat> American History X. Was originally being made by a neo-Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the thing. So, Tony Kay, who is a skinhead, um, like, <laughs> As in, he's got the skin yeah, in, yeah, not, yeah, okay. doesn't believe in skin at least that I know of. Um, so this guy called Tony Kay is apparently a bit of a mental, and <clears throat> he has disowned the final film because editor the editor Jerry Greenberg was asked to do another a th- third cut of the film, which Tony Kay thinks is bollocks. Uh, so he's completely disno- disowned it, and he tried to invoke the Alan Smithy pseudonym with the Directors Guild oh, of yeah. America, which a lot of people do, which also would be a really good keyword countdown link, whatever. Um, they said no, so he tried to submit the name Humpty Dumpty as the director. <laughs> they also said no to that. Yeah. Um, Weird. So yeah, he's on it, but he's completely disowned it. Wow. Jesus, um, how different of that edit must have been to go to that extreme. Also, disowned films would be really good. Yeah, yeah. disowned films would be really good. Like, the Alan Smithy thing is really good. Um, 
But yeah, it's really interesting, I thought. Well done to Ed Lauder. But more importantly, to me. To you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So let's have some feedback then. So the, we didn't have that much good feedback this week, uh, although we had one guy say that I made him break the record for how skipping many times for skipping through Mad Men. So fuck. <laughs> Probably you. shouldn't talk about Mad Men anymore. You're an idiot <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't understand how the world works. Um, oh shit! I don't have. Have you got IGN UK on your? Phone? Yes, I do. I thought I did. Yes, I do. Can I have it? Oh no, I have. I just for the benefit of the audience, they're bringing up a tweet. Yeah, so I, I thought this earlier. So basically, I've got his one. Cool. Um, I was just checking emails now. Oh. <laughs> so basically, I finished... Playing Snake. Uh, I, on the weekend, I finished two series that I just had on the back burner for ages. Mm-hmm. I, I realised I had three episodes of both left. One is Atlanta, okay. which is one of my favourite TV shows this year. It's fucking amazing. Um, and it's the, like the run that I had, or one of the episodes I had, is an episode called In the Club. Um, and it's one of the best episodes possibly of anything I've seen this year. Let's it's go. so fucking good. It's, I know, like, this is so easy, yeah. but it is, like, that episode in particular is yeah. sort of like a David Lynch comedy. Absolutely. It's so like, Lynchian. All of it is. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Just things keep segueing in, yeah. into and out of realistic, mm. and they never tell you when it's going to happen. Yeah. Just fucking amazing things keep happening. It's the, so good. The thing that I really like about it is it really embraces the fact that like a lot of David Lynch stuff is fucking hilarious. Yeah, mm. like in a really, really weird way. Because like mm. there's a, a, a thread in that um, in this one episode, but it's basically like a bottle episode where they're all in this one club. Right, um, and there's basically a, a promoters hired them to just come to the a club. So one of the like uh, Donald Glover's character, he has to try and find the promoter and get the money off him, mm. but the promoter keeps slipping away from him and in, in the like funniest in possible really ways. weird ways. Okay. <laughs> there's a bit, there's the bit that like just I. I kept watching it over and over again. Yeah. Is you see him, the promoter walk away in the background on the scene, yeah, and then just disappear in a rotating wall, <laughs> yeah, like a seat, like a hidden wall. It's one of the funniest things I've seen on TV for it's, so it's, long. It's a really realistic show. It's based in a proper reality that's quite gritty and yeah. not very nice. And then all this mad stuff happens. It's a show I definitely want to watch. You've got to watch it, man. It's, it's on my list. It's got this really weird uh, joke as well about an invisible well, car. The, are we going oh, to oh, well, spoil well, well, it? Because that's, that's spoil the thing. Like, the payoff to it is so to it, brilliant. When it happens, because like, it's a pretty heavy episode. And when the payoff happens, like I lost my mind <laughs> yeah. laughing. Like, it's it's so good. brilliant. But yeah, but also I had three episodes of Silicon Valley left. Um, now this is a show that I think is on season four or five now. Four, yeah. Four. Like I loved it. I mm. loved the first series, and then I started kind of just dipping off yeah. every season yeah. that I've. Like I love all the characters. I think they're brilliant, but the show is about stuff happening rather than them, mm. um, and right. it really does my head in because a lot of the characters I love spending time with. But yeah. they're always doing all these mad high concept things. Well, yeah. not high concept, but it's all about a business like trying to start and fail constantly. Yeah, um, and it's just not interesting anymore. Like I, the situations they're put in aren't funny. No, I can't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast or just in real life. But mm. my whole problem with that show is that it cannot stop going. Hey, look, they're doing well. Ah, uh, they fucked it. Yeah. Let's follow that for two episodes. And then they're doing well. And it yeah. just has this weird peak trough thing. And there's no time to get acclimatized to anything. No. They keep changing business. They keep changing plan. Oh, this season has been pathetic you for just, that. You just don't get any sense of what they do. Because the yeah. whole first season is about them making one product yeah. and trying really hard to make it work. And there's one switcheroo at the end where they change how it works. Yeah. And you go, that's fucking brilliant. Because yeah. I've learned maybe some... I know it... You know, it's not necessarily no, realistic, no, no, no. but I feel yeah. like I've learned something about the way yeah. those businesses work. Absolutely. And 
I've said before, I just wish there was one season where everything was going well for a while yeah. because then you just see those people working. Yeah. And, and it would be so stuff, much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. It's, yeah, it's, it's really annoying. But so I'm still bad at the thing. Even though I love those, uh, even though I didn't like the series at all and a lot of it felt like a chore, I st- I'm still going to watch it. So I put a tweet out mm. saying, what, here we go. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Little question for this week's podcast. What TV shows do you continue to watch out of duty but no longer enjoy? And why do you do such things? And the image that I li- used was a picture of <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick from The Walking Rick. Dead smiling. I mean, that is, that is an, an obvious one straight away. Yeah. Well, it? a lot of people did that straight away. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to read out some of the best replies. I, I, there was a really, really good one. Let me find it. Um, While you find it, yeah, mine is... You, you guys I, talk about yours, yeah. I watched... I think three or four series of Arrow and I have no idea doing? why because the first series was kind of interesting and I don't know anything about that character and I was yeah. like this is fine and I have nothing else that I'm watching like because for some reason yeah. I wasn't watching Game of Thrones and I remember being like okay I'm kind of interested in that that like there's all these flashbacks to him on an island right, and yeah. what he was doing in all his wilderness years yeah I just kept watching and kept watching and hating it so much and hating everyone in it. It's and what, I don't know why I did it. Oh, One that I just saw, just like going through it, just made me laugh from Matt Eddy. Most recent example was Prison Break, season five. Prison what? Break's on season five. <laughs> there's, there's, what the fuck? There's someone on there I saw, like I saw a glimpse of. It was like, uh, I'm like, I've just stopped. At season 11 of Supernatural. That's <laughs> <laughs> Martin Smith. It's just said there. Fuck me. Yeah. How are you doing that? <laughs> season 11. This got is so good. 11 seasons of Supernatural. Jesus. Uh, Ollie 3661. Mad Men. Please God, I hope it gets bad. What a shite has become. Shut the fuck up, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of our fucking mentions, you um, <laughs> Someone, uh, Someone's put down. This is a good one for you. Um, WWE. That's not the same as what we're talking about. Do you though, think? Is it? No, but I, I mean, think people watch that out of duty because they can't. Yeah, but they that's can't like saying I suppose you could say people watch EastEnders and Coronation Street, then maybe they one day just drop off from it or something. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. But the thing is with with wrestling, I think you can come and go. Whereas a TV show, you kind of have to pick up where you left off if you want yeah, to come back yeah. to it. It's quite a sad one from Bill Gilmore. A lot of shows. It's called Marriage, lol. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Sarah Dyer says, American Horror Story, when the seasons go up on Netflix. It has some great performances, Kathy Bates, but overall, it's garbage now. I did that with uh, American Horror Story season one. Yeah. I just didn't carry on. I was done after See, I, I really loved American Horror Story season one, yeah. um, but then I watched the second one, which is Madhouse one, I think. Yes. Um, and that was awful, so I never went back. And I <laughs> It's called should. Asylum, not Madhouse. Okay. <laughs> 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 Mental cottage. Have you seen what the new one is? Like it genuinely uh, sounds no. cool. It's so it's called Cult, yeah, okay. and it's about like a creepy cult, but they appear oh, to be influencing the American election. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. that sounds like, really good. Yeah, so they're yeah. using like stock footage of holy shit Trump and Clinton, but then it <laughs> it seems like they're quite literally going dark forces made Trump well, pa- get elected. Apparently, the witch one is quite good, and apparently the one with the creepy clown. Is really oh yeah, good. like I think it's a sideshow thing. Um, one guy said Ryan J. One for the past by soldiers on with Lost. Not because I was gripped uh. by the absurd plot, but because I was invested in the characters. I think that's fair enough. Like, cause you, by the end, if I think there's two camps of people. Either people who completely believe everything and they go along with it, which yeah. I generally was. Like, all yeah. to the end of Lost. And I generally think 
it wasn't a shite ending, but I was like, yeah, I think that's fine. I see, I love the ending, but um, then I was a diehard fan, so it'd yeah. be, you know, obviously I'm blinded a little bit, but at no point ever watching us even during season six, were I ever, ever not like supremely excited for the next yeah. episode. Mm. Like it never, it never felt like a commitment. They hook, they hook you in with the characters though pretty early on. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Well, that show's built on like a cast of like 14 characters yeah. and you, each week you get a different, you're like, which character am I getting next week? They did that for like four oh, seasons. Oh yeah, that was so good because everybody's yeah. like, oh, it's fucking gin. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Gin and Sun episodes are awesome. I used to think that about Michael episodes every now and again. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're, if we're going for a, like long running yeah. The Simpsons I've been oh, watching yeah. for almost 30 years well, that's mental it's just yeah. something I do now <clears throat> the thing <laughs> is like I I apologised for The Simpsons until I think it was like season like 24 something like that Jesus like, that's long and I was like there was still some stuff that was good in it so occasionally there's like a joke yeah. that's just better than anyone else's jokes yeah. but, but I, I I hit a point and it was I remember the episode I can't I don't know what season it's from, but it was an episode where it was like um, an anthology episode. So it was three different stories all told from the perspective of the rag on oh, Moe's bar. Like the rag sake. that he used to clean the bar. Fuck it out. Um, stretching for so, story, But then, yeah. then I realised like it's okay to just watch seasons like <laughs> yeah, the three, old ones, three yeah. to 12 like there's some good episodes in 12 like yeah. three to 12 just on repeat constantly and that's what's on my skybox or virgin box now here's one for you might be able to relate to as well Joe's always sunny like yeah. the last two seasons of always sunny have been pretty shit yeah but we're still just we just keep get excited when a new season comes man still if the new it. one turns up and Dennis isn't in it yeah. Like I really might, but is it like stop. the case with that? that there are still some good jokes in it. I feel there's the same a, thing. There's with always well. the odd good episode the as well. That's have, the most yeah. annoying. The part. last two have had like two or three good episodes, like yeah. old school good episodes. Yeah, but it's so weird because that was just a drop off. Like, yeah. uh, is it ten? No, yeah, have we no. just had ten and eleven, or have we 11 had eleven and twelve? And 12 I think like uh, ten yeah. all the way up till yeah. ten. It was still like but basically was, always. There good. was quite a bit of. Was there a break in between those? I don't seasons? know if there was. I feel oh, I can't remember, but it feels to me like they got to the point where they just felt like they've exhausted all their ideas for what they can do in the bar and around their town, and now it's high concept and it's wacky ideas they can mm. think of, and that doesn't feel like the same show anymore. Yeah, I totally agree. I just got yeah. to an amazing thing where I was scrolling down, and I thought this was like a really horrible but funny bar, but us. Then I realised it came in yesterday. It was just I have ten episodes of the IGN UK podcast to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people fell off this as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. I, it's, it's just weird. I used to get a lot with buying comics. Like I remember just spend looking at my comics haul that I would get every month when I go pick up my standing order, and just be like, I'm not enjoying reading like sixty percent of these. Did you actually but, read them? That's the thing is with physical stuff, I you did. can just leave it. That's yeah. the thing. I, I constantly buy books and I'm just yeah. leave them. I've got several books I haven't read I did, yet. I did, so. I did used to read them, but it was just like hate reading. Like <laughs> I was like I, when it started, there was like uh, I think it was in like two thousand and four something like that. There was uh, like new Transformers comics, mm. which were amazing when they first started, and then it was just it would just turned to shite. But I was just collecting them out of just she. I don't even know why. I did that with the um, Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, right? Where Basically, he did a load of it, and it was like it's some yeah, of the yeah. best comics I've ever read. It's fucking incredible. And then he left, and they carried it on. And because he left at a time when the story was not done, right? I kept reading. And you know that thing where you're like, 
all you want them to do is to tie up what you want tied up so you can yeah. stop, but they never did. Mm. And I was just reading, but like, this is shite. Yeah. And they keep <laughs> stringing me along. Like, it's so transparent. Like, it's, yeah. it's actually mean. I've got, like, the thing, I look at my comics collection, which I still have, and, like, I've just got hundreds of issues of all this stuff. And, like, some of it is generally good, but then you look at the stuff and you go, right, there's a period of maybe 60 issues where mm. that was right. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I still bought every single fucking one. Like, Daredevil, I got so many Daredevil comics in my house and Amazing Spider-Man and Punisher that it's just silly. This is what, why I only buy trades because yeah, it's just yeah. like, I can't, I can't get into that game. Actually, the day, the day that I stopped buying comics, I just made, I was like, right, this is the last month I'm buying them. Stop my standing order. I felt like such an amazing like weight off my shoulders and I was yeah. like, this is amazing. He's <laughs> actually getting out of a bad relationship. Yes, yeah, <laughs> But yeah, so that's really good. But yeah, if you've got any more, let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. What TV shows or anything are you doing or watching out of, I don't know, Loyalty. duty? Yeah. yeah. Um, and what are your secret skills? And what are your secret skills? But what we got? We got... What we got oh thing. shit, I yeah. forgot about that. We've got actual bit of good feedback. Is it good? It's mad. Okay. It's lengthy. It's from Ollie Mawson. He says, hey, everybody, after listening determined to... determined to make me shit myself. Yes. <laughs> it's a long one. Okay. Hey, everybody, after listening to last week's podcast of you guys trying to come up with some fun dog names, I came to the realisation that actually the IGN crew already has the perfect names for dogs. Okay. First up, this is you. Can you guess what your pun... This is basically just a page of puns. I fucking hate puns. Man. I know, you're going to love this. That's precisely why I'm reading it in full. Go on. Gavolden Retriever Murphy. Keep going. <laughs> Nobody knows who let Gavolden Retriever into the office, but now that he's here, there's one thing for sure. He won't shut up talking about his favourite TV show, Mad Mutt. Is, is it like a sentence to do with all of them? Yes. Yep. Let's just, just read out the names. <laughs> Starring lead actor Dog Draper. Mm. That's not the actor. Just, just read out the names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear full sentences coming out of your mouth until the end. <laughs> it's all shite, yeah. No, I mean like, <laughs> not shite. I mean long. It's all dog. It's all dog puns. Right, go on. No, go through. He's put the effort in. So I think I might just do the names. Yeah, just do the names. What names has uh, Ollie come up with? Let's, <laughs> let's guess them. Powers. I've read them earlier, but I'm still struggling to remember them. Is he like? Oh, fucking it's a fun guessing game now. Powell. Pause. pause. Rory pause. Pory powers. Fuck off. Pory powers. Cooper. Oh, I really should remember these. Dan. I mean, this one's so easy. Is it? Pooper. Cooper. It's got to be a breed of dog. I don't fucking know. Spaniel yeah. Cooper. Come uh, on. Uh, uh, this one's mental. Yeah. Uh, Alicia. Isn't it like Pomeranian or something like that? <laughs> Pomeralician judge. <laughs> that is quite funny. It's so shy. Yours? Uh, I remember it was uh, Dalmatians. Dalmatian driver. Yeah. That's right. And me. What's yours? Joberman Scrabbles. Which <laughs> I actually really like. Joberman. None for Alex. Oh. <laughs> Just blanked. Well, if you have an, an I no. Well, uh, don't say it anymore. When the team has a bit of time, they liked. The time off, they like to play their favourite game, Overcrotch, which I do actually like. If you want to send in some feedback, <laughs> we're done, we're done. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. We shall see you next week. Uh, poo time! All right! <laughs>
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.